I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. And here we are at the Spoiler Alerts 2017 Oscar Predictions. Yep, so we're going to have a rundown and have a look at the films that we think are likely to win, but also uh, pick out some of the categories that we would like to see win. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and if you've listened to, if, if you listen to us, also go check out our regular podcast where we'll be talking a bit more about the Oscars and talking about a bit of the history, some of the things you will not know yeah, fantastic. has gone on in the past. Yeah, that's our uh, secret history of the Academy Awards. Um, so, look, opening statement, I haven't seen everything. I've got to say, uh, I haven't uh, in, in the best film category. I just haven't got round to lying. So there's a couple. There's going to be some blank spots. I'm sure for both of us in this. Yeah. But uh, knowing what we know about the films and the way the academy works, I think we can have a bit of a bit of a bash at this. So I think so. Um, let's start with best cinematography. And, and Duncan, what's your feelings on this one? Uh, well, I think my what I want to do in this is say who's who we think is going to win yeah. and who we personally like the best yeah. out of what we've seen. Because as Simon said, we haven't seen all of them. I think Simon's probably seen a few more than I have. Um, but I've made a good bash at seeing most of them. So cinematography for me, I think what will win is La La Land. And I think what should win is La La Land. Ah, this is interesting because yeah. I think you and I are on the same boat on this one. Yeah. Uh, La La Land was stunning to look at, and I found myself watching clips about how certain sequences were filmed and how they were done over and over again. It was mesmerizing, dreamy, and I adored the museum dance that literally takes to the skies. Yeah. Uh, it's the winner here for me, and I think it will be the winner on the night. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think uh, I think there's a bit of a slam dunk, to be honest. I think that's pretty of an easy one. But I, I wanted to talk about cinematography because I haven't seen Arrival, but yep. I would say everything else feels everything else that's nominated in those kind of areas feels like it's uh, um, it's slightly more indie films. Yeah, and I think La La Land's that's true, yeah. and La La Land's more of a kind of a studio feel to it, um, and which is a bit different. Yeah, yeah. Arrival has some has some beautiful stuff going on in it, but it's also one of those films where, because of the effects, I think. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think the Academy will tend to go. Oh, a lot of that's a. Yeah. We'll get confused by what's an effect sequence and what's just pure beautiful photography, whereas La La Land's yeah. a little more clear cut, I feel. Yeah, I think so. Um, but it's also a great looking film. Yeah, yeah. it is. Okay, so uh, then we'll go to screenplay original. So right. Original screenplay. What's your pick? Well, I haven't seen 20th Century Woman and I hear really good things about it. Mm-hmm. But my pick, and I think uh, probably deserved, is Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lobster would be fun. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be amazing if Lobster won. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. So uh, I'm going Manchester by the Sea, and I also think that's uh, what I would like to see win as well. Right. Um, my my pick is Manchester by the Sea as well. Yeah. Okay. And but the one I'd like to see is the Lobster. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a part of me that would love yeah. to see the Lobster as well because the fact that that's the only thing they got nominated for. Yeah. Um, I think it's slightly, especially in a year where you can have ten nominees for Best Picture and stuff like that. I yeah. think it's a, a bit of a shame. That's the only thing I got nominated for, but uh, I, and I genuinely think, I mean, if you want to talk about original screenplay, oh hell yes, <laughs> then you can't really go past it. But yeah, yeah I think Manchester's by the Sea will do it, and yeah. and you know probably deserves it. But uh, yeah. I'd say the Lobster would be my personal okay. favourite for sure. So, what's your feelings on Best Adapted? Oh, this is a this is an interesting one. I think there's two ways this will go, um, and I think it will either go to Moonlight, yes, or it'll go to Fences, right? And the reason for Fences is because um, the Scriptwriter, uh, it's August Wilson, I think. Right. Um, he wrote it just before he died, and it's based on a Pulitzer Prize winning play. Right. And I think they might do that because it's based on a Pulitzer Prize. 
But I think Moonlight's the one that will win, and I think probably is my one that deserves to win. Yeah. Uh, I really want Moonlight for this. Yeah. Um, I think it will win. Yeah. I'm really hoping that's the way. I think there's a chance, actually, I agree with you on Pentas, but I think there's also a really weird, horrible chance at Hidden Figures. Right. Um, just because of the conservatism of the Academy and sure. the fact that it thinks it's saying something important, especially after the Oscars so white contract. Contra- Controversy, yeah. but yeah, again, I I still think Moonlight's a front runner, and it's the one I want to win. Yeah, yeah, me too. Supporting actress, uh, supporting actress. Uh, look, uh, I don't think Octavia Spencer in Hidden Figures. I don't think she's doing anything particularly special on this. I have mm-hmm. to say, nothing outstanding. I'm surprised yeah. by that nomination. Uh, Michelle Williams has one really nice scene, a note in Manchester yeah. by the Sea, uh, but I still don't. I don't think that's going to be no. no. Uh, Naomi Harris does good work in Moonlight. But I think this is Viola Davis' third nomination. Feels like it might be the treat. Plus, she already has a Golden Globe, and she is fantastic. Yeah, she's fantastic in Princess. Yeah, I, I think Viola Davis has this absolutely sewn up, and I think that this uh, is a just the place your house on this one because she is um, fantastic. I was slightly surprised she didn't win for the Help in the year that she she got nominated. Yeah. Um, I'm slightly surprised this isn't a Best Actress nomination. Yeah, I think they probably slotted into Best Supporting because they thought that she would kind of guarantee her a win. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. It's, she really lights up that film. Um, one particular scene where she just, you know, yeah. taking on Denzel and she's yeah. just owning the screen, which is no mean feat. No. And she deserves it. Everything I've seen her in, she's so good, no matter what she's in. And uh, so, yeah, I think um, she'll win it. And, uh, and I hope she does. Yep. So, yeah. Yep, yep totally. Uh, so, and Duncan, best supporting actor, how are you feeling there? Uh, I think this is probably another straightforward one for me personally, but I'm not certain. Uh, for me personally, it's Mahir Shala Ali and uh, for Moonlight. And I think that uh, I think he will win and he would be my pick to win. I thought he was uh, just magnetic in Moonlight in his role. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, 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 that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping he wins. We seem to be on a. I mean, I'm unsurprisingly, we seem to be agreeing a lot. Yeah. Uh, look, Jeff Bridges is really great, but we've seen performances from Jeff Bridges like this before. Yeah. So for me, this is Mahashali Ali's as well. Yeah. He makes a superb fist of what is a small role on Moonlight that I found tremendously affecting. Yeah. I really did. Uh, I think the Academy could go for Michael Shannon following on his, you know, Globes. Yeah. Or maybe even Dev Patel, but um, yeah. I'm still going to go. No, I'm going to say that they'll go for Ali as well. Yeah. And. Mm- it, sorry, and this is an interesting one with um, with Shannon because he he got such great notices. Like every review you read is about nocturnal animals, is how good yeah. he is in this. But th- what's interesting is um, uh, was it Aaron Taylor Johnson, yeah, um, who who won the Golden Globe for the same film, and he was the one who. I mean, he's got the showier role, yeah. but he's the one. I'm like, how has that guy not got nominated? I mean, he was, yeah, you know, he he's got such powerful scenes in that film, um, and yet he won. He kind of lost the nomination for Academy Award over Shannon. Yeah, yeah. As good as Shannon is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but he's in this very brief kind of role as well. But, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one, that one. The best actress? I don't know. Do you think Meryl's going to win this? <laughs> I, I don't. Look, my heart, and, uh, and and I'm sure the Academy says Emma Stone, and I'm going with my heart on this one. Also, as I talked about earlier, this is an actress playing a struggling actor who will be voted on by other actors who were once also <laughs> struggling actors. Uh, Hollywood traditionally love stories about themselves. Yeah. Uh, this will be too much for them. Yeah. I I think, um, so Emma Stone's going to win this, and um, but I don't want her to. I want Isabella Huppert to win. It's absolute travesty that this is her first nomination. 
in L, she is the sole reason to watch that film. Yeah. She is, she's remarkable, remarkable yeah. actress. Well, I've got and, to take your word for this. I haven't seen L yet. Yeah, yeah. And um, and she she should win, in my opinion. And I think that will be the the one travesty of the night is that she won't win in Emma Stone World. As good as Emma Stone was in La La Land, and as lovely as she is, there's 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 acting performances, and then there's what Isabella Huppert is a capable of, and B does in L, um, which is elevate an entire film. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. There we go. So, yeah. Uh, so how are you feeling about best actor? Well, this is an interesting one. This is a real split down the middle for me. Initially, it was quite clear cut, um, but I'm not certain. And I think that possibly the, the one of the favorites is Casey Affleck. Yeah. Yep. But, but me personally, as much as I like Casey Affleck, I actually really like Denzel Washington and Fences. Yeah. And I think that I could see... There's a couple of things going against Affleck. One is that he's had a lot of stuff off camera, yeah, which has not helped him. Yep. Which might help, but then again, we're talking about conservative voters, so maybe they'll just kind of not even heard about that in the trades. It's relatively quiet, I guess. That stuff. Yeah, you have to dig. You have to dig. So maybe they'll just kind of gloss over that and go, "He's going to win." Um, but in a weird kind of way, I actually, uh, it's it's a tough one, and we're judging two different performances. But I really like Denzel Washington's performance and. Fences, and I think it's probably the one that I would prefer over Casey Affleck. Sure. I think I think Affleck is great in in in, in that film, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a yeah. tough one, and um, I just don't know if it's if it's a slam dunk for Casey Affleck, um, even though I like him as an actor and I think he's great in that film. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, uh, I loved La La Land, but Golden Globe aside, Gosling's work wasn't the strongest. It wasn't even his best work this year. Uh, nice yeah. Guys, I thought, was yeah. tremendous. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know about Andrew Garfield. I just don't see that. No. Um, Casey Affleck probably has this locked up, I've got to say. And I haven't seen Captain Fantastic, but no one is talking about Vigo at this point. Yeah. So I really think this is Affleck's. Um, I think yeah. they weren't. Uh, I would like Denzel to win. Yeah. Yeah. I thought what Denzel did in Fences was extraordinary. Yeah. A- a- there's also a thing here um, which we can get into with the next category, which is director. Sure. Um, and just with Denzel, because he directed um, Fences. And yeah. if he wins for actor, he's only the third person who have directed himself to an acting Oscar. Yeah. You know who the other two are? Oh, man. This is a horrible piece of trivia. Cause, uh, oh, no, no, no. With, I've got it. I've got it. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, obviously, Olivia. Yeah. Benini. Yes. Yeah. Nailed it. This actually come up in our podcast before. Yeah, that's, that's, why I, that's why I had to, because I knew you brought it up before and I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, because Olivia, the two names that you put together, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, well, Olivia, Olivia, uh, Olivia is an obvious one, but Benini I'd forgotten about, but no, no, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, but th- there's this great shot. Like, Denzel's, it's a very, um, uh, you know, it's a verbose, intense, kind of charming performance that really only someone of, Denzel, like one of one of about five ten actors, you yeah. know, like lead actors could really pull that off. Um, but there's this great scene where he's looking out the, he's screaming at death out the window. Yeah, and there's a directing choice that he makes where you only see just the side of his face. You know what I mean? Mm. And and any other director director would have just put that camera front and center and face so you could see him screaming out at the storm at death. Yeah. And he just does it so you can't even see his face. You can just see the side of it. 
and it's this really powerful scene and i i just i was really taken with that yeah he, he made that choice because it was such a striking shot but not favoring the actor and as the director he he just kind of chose that and i thought in a film that wasn't particularly visually striking that was a, an interesting choice to make yeah and that moves into the director thing so yeah. what do you think will win oh i think it's going to be damien chazelle yeah so do I. yeah uh i i'm actually fine with that i think that's yeah. probably deserved so do i uh, i look denzel fences I think the thing for me is it doesn't – it feels theatrical a it lot. Totally it totally feels theatrical. It doesn't yeah. really break out of those. No. Um, and I think that's going to hurt that film, yeah. chances of being winning for Best Director. And I think um, – yeah, I did think Chazelle does amazing work. It's a, yeah. And it's, it's a story everyone loves – seems to love. I know there's been some yeah. La La Land backlash, let's be fair. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's Chazelle for this. Yeah, so do I. I think it's Giselle for this. And I think he deserves it. I mean, yeah, I think, I, 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 think I think he is. He does such amazing work in, in La La Land, um, and that moves us into Best Picture winner. Yeah. So, can Arrival be the sci-fi film that wins Best Oscar? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it a hell of a lot. It's beautiful and fascinating. And the fact that Amy Adams is not in the Oscar discussion herself uh, is really weird. Mm. Uh, but as a film goes, I thought Villeneuve's 2015 Sicario was a better choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those things of being, you know, in the in the lock for the wrong film almost, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it'll win. I don't think Hacksaw Ridge will as well. No. There's a mawkishness to parts of that. Right. Um, Gibson is obviously fantastic at carnage. Mm. Um, human sacrifice seems to be the two words I associate most with his entire career. Yeah. Um, seeing bodies mutilate and strung around. Yeah. It's something he can do, like almost no other director on earth. <laughs> uh, but there's part of that film that strikes me as awkward, slightly comical, Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Uh, we talked about Fences, uh, which was superb, two great actors and great script. The film is defiantly uncinematic, mm. and I think that's going to hurt it as well. Um, Manchester by the Sea, the tone is a bit risky and off-kilter at points. Yeah. Um, working comedy into deeply tragic scenes. Yeah. Uh, I think it's amazing. Mm. I really loved it. and I, But I don't think it's the sort of film the Academy is going to get behind. Mm. Hidden Figures was a great story, but for me it, it really lacked subtlety in the way it was told. It's a film of obvious moments played to the back rows yeah. of big speeches and scowling extras lurking in the background, of good central performances and stereotypes everywhere else you looked. Yeah, can I just say as well, I, I haven't seen Hidden Figures, but that's exactly what I took from the trailer. The oh, tra- the trailer absolutely. So. I mean... You know, I want my best film winners to be, aim higher to project more of an individual style, perhaps. And yeah. you know, uh, it's a decent film, and it's certainly a, look. It's a wonderful story if you ever get a chance to. Just yeah, I do, I do want to sit down and watch it. So yeah, yeah or just go on a Wikipedia, you yeah. know, about these real characters. I just don't think it belongs in this conversation. Yeah, um, and I feel the same way about Hello High Water, which feels like an outsider to me. Right. It's a really well crafted road story, come crime drama that's like a modern day Western Robin Hood mm. crossed with Bonnie and Clyde. But all of, and all the performances are excellent. The script is really smart and really economical. Mm. But I couldn't help feel that it lacked an edge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? An extra twist to make it a more complicated, interesting film. Yeah. Its point of view, which is the system of corrupt, is so single-minded that it robs its protagonist of depth in order to maintain his virtue and innocence in this mm-hmm. insane world. You know, I would love to have seen this film make an effort to complicate that character in yeah. a way that would have made Hell of High Water kind of a deeply, uh, a deeper, more layered experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm feeling that some of the shine has gone off Front Runner and one of my favourite films of last year, La La Land. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I don't know if you've really tuned in this, a lot of people are talking about it being overrated. A lot of people mm-hmm. outright not liking it now. Yeah. Uh, the criticism that lacks depth or lacks originality, which is a criticism lot of debate actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, this main character is a white man trying to save jazz, which is a criticism lot I have to concede yeah. is, is a little odd. But it's still my Front Runner. Right. It's after all the sort of film the Academy loves. An old-fashioned Hollywood movie about LA itself, you know? 
mm-hmm. I draw three of the last six best film winners. And that since that runoff mm-hmm. uh, style of voting has come into play, three of the last six have been about the industry itself. So, you know, that's Argo, The Artist, yeah. Birdman. They've all been about, you know, fabrication and storytellers. And yeah. that's the sort of thing the Academy loves. And so I think they will just adore this film and it will sweep. Yeah. Uh, but, however, I take Moonlight as my personal choice. Right. I thought it was captivating, energetic, eye-opening. Its third act was an edge-of-the-seat viewing experience crafted from two men eating and talking. Mm. And I was thrilled by it, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a small miracle, that last half hour of film. But but even the rest of it was great as well. Yeah. Um, like we said, Mahashali Ali was superb. Yeah. So if, I'd love to see Moonlight come somehow take this. Yeah. But it will be La La Land. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I, I think... Um it will be La La Land is my pick as well. Um, I loved Moonlight. I thought it was fantastic. And I really well, – the other one that I was really surpri- surprised with is who didn't get nominated. Well, not surprised, but I think deserved a nomination. Yeah. Is the um, guy who plays um, uh, him as a teenager. Sure, yeah. He yeah. was fantastic. He was, yes. He was, he was great. Uh, yeah, Moonlight would probably be my pick. I, I think it's the best realized out of all of the films. I kind of have issues with – Manchester by the Sea. Um, I have issues with La La Land, and um, I think, and I actually really liked Hello High Water. I thought what it did was fantastic, and actually, I probably preferred Hello High Water to La La Land. My issue with La La Land is this: is there's no stakes, so there's no stakes, there's no obstacles, there's nothing really. It's just oh, I suddenly Ryan Gosling's in this great band. Oh, I'm making all this money. Oh, I want to open my jazz club, and, and what does Emma Stone have to do? Puts on a single woman performance with like ten people showing up, and then oh, one of them happens to be a uh, casting director. Oh, look, uh, and now 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 you're a superstar. I'm like, there was absolutely no dramatic payoff in that third act, and I just came out slightly deflated. And right. I thought they did the right. romance really really well, but I thought the other parts were just like, there's nothing dramatic in here. There's no obstacles for these people to overcome. There's nothing, and people were like, oh, it's you know, it doesn't have to be serious and you know and and edgy. And I'm like, that's not what I wanted. I wanted there to be some stakes. I wanted this to be something that third act to build up to, and there was just nothing there. That's entirely fair criticism. I have to say, I really liked the final few minutes with the fantasy of the sure. uh, yeah. I thought that was a beautiful it was a, a throwback to the sort of things they did in films like Singing in the Rain, where they'd have yeah. like a, a fantasy musical number. So I enjoyed it from that point of view, but I also thought, uh, without giving too much away, the way that ended and the way that resolved that relationship was actually quite delightful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, look, your criticisms are valid entirely. Yeah. Valid. Yeah. yeah. And um, no, and, and that's what I say. They did the romance really, really well. But I just think, yeah, that was the only thing I came out of. I, I, I'm certainly not a hater. Um, I, and I think that La La Land will win. And I think in some ways it should, because as we've been saying, everything else is kind of, uh, I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge, but everything else feels like um, kind of slightly indie, slight, you know, like Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight, even Fences, as you said, is very stagey. They're all small, personal kind of drama kind of things. And La La Land is a personal story, but it's told on a, on a grander scale. Yeah. And there's really not another film that's up there that's just like that. It really does stand out as like, this is what going to the cinema should be, is just taking you know, take to another magical world. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. And, and that doesn't necessarily mean it should win, but there's just nothing else that's yeah, like that that's right. this year. And, and, the, and when I was talking about the way the best, direct, uh, the best film sorry, is chosen now, it tends to favour broadly accessible popular films. Yeah. That's La La Land. Look, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, Do go online after you listen to this and after the Oscars have happened, preferably, and and, and tell us uh, what you thought of our predictions, how right we got it, how badly we stuffed things up. Yeah.
um, and what you think of our own personal choices as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And make sure you listen to the uh, other podcast, The Secret History of the Academy Awards. Spoiler alert.